Jesus, it's easy. Man, the ink for Dr. Jesus. He heals you. To give you sight. Over you that see it. To give you power. Over you that come. And number three. Jesus, Jesus, I believe you are curing the people. In nine years, more than 132,000 people have been diagnosed with the disease in the United States. Nearly 81,000 have died. Radio. This is the show that we build up to all year round. That's right, kids. It's the 2023 Dark Entries Goth Radio Retro Halloween Show. We're going to spend a day in uh, 1980-something celebrating Halloween. We're basically going to cram an entire Halloween's day worth into two hours uh, full of retro movie clips, TV clips, commercials, interviews, spooky tunes, surprises. Who knows what could pop up? Go light a candle, grab some Reese's Cups, put on your costume. Bug it, little brother. It's 1980-something, and it's Halloween, kids. This is the Halloween show. It's 10 days until All Hallows' Eve. And this is Dark Entries Goth Radio. Let's go. Dark right, kids, it's time for the 19, uh, the, the 2023 Dark Entries Goth Radio Retro Halloween Special, where we uh, spend a day 
1980 something in Halloween. Uh, we're going to cram an entire Halloween day in 1980 something into two hours. So we're going to wake up in the morning. We're going to turn on the uh, the morning shows, some new shows. We're going to flip around. We're going to watch some cartoons. We're going to see some commercials. We're going to hear some radio specials. We're going to hear some TV spots. Uh, we're going to hear some spooky tunes. We're going to hear possibly your request. 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-WSC. As long as it fits in the Halloween theme or spooky theme with witches and ghosts and goblins and ghouls and things like that. This is the show that we build up to all year round, kids. So let's transport back to 1980-something as we are wont to do. And we're going to start it off uh, the first set as we do with every one of these every single year on our special Halloween specials with one of my uh, favorite selections from the Return of the Living Dead soundtrack. Lil Lamont with a started with Flesh to Flesh because it's going to be wild tonight. Halloween Kids, Dark Interest Goth Radio is on your radio. Here we go.
Halloween is really a special time, isn't it? Especially for me. You can see why if you know who I am. Look up a little. <laughs> That's me, a jack-o'-lantern. At Halloween time every year, I sit up here and watch everybody go by. It's a nice and scary time, isn't it? All those wonderful costumes and masks and makeup. I think about how much fun Halloween is. I also worry a little bit about the things that can spoil the fun of Halloween. Those kinds of things scare me too, but in a different way. For instance, look next door. That's where Corey lives.
I've created a monster lab, and it's, it's too gross. First, you put monster flesh on their creepy little bones. Then pour flesh remover into the monster lab and bubble off their slab. Too yucky. Uh, this nasty guy. The monster lab. Watch for time freaks and more gross creations so you too can be a bad scientist. Too gross. Sunday on Night Rider. Ah! The Halloween murderer's tricks are no treat for Michael. And what's the secret of the haunted house? Don't want to know. A special Night Rider Sunday. Do you know why we celebrate Halloween? Because that's when we go trick-or-treating and get candy. Well, yes, but a long, long time ago, it was a night of great power. When the days grew short and the spirits of the dead returned to their homes to warm themselves by the fireside. All across the land, huge bonfires were lit. Oh, there was a marvelous celebration. People danced, and they played games, and they dressed up in costumes, hoping to ward off the evil spirits, especially the boogeyman. Mrs. Blankenship. Good night, Mrs. Blankenship. He hears the voice, you know, just like the other boy that lived in that house. What are you talking about? I was babysitting with him that night. Little Mikey Myers that lived across the street. And that's when the voice came. The night he murdered his sister. Michael heard a voice? It told him to kill his family.
The smell of death is on the rail And at night when the cold wind blows No one cares, nobody knows I don't want to be buried In a pet cemetery To the sacred place This ain't a dream I can't escape More losing fangs But a picking up bones Spirits mourning Among the tombstones And at night When the moon is bright Someone cries Something ain't right I don't want to be buried In a bed cemetery set the 2023 dark entries goth radio halloween special and uh we are having a good time here spending uh halloween night in 1980 something we kicked the show off uh with a little bit of halloween theme there we had some some lamont in there with flesh to flesh uh kicking off the the show kind of as we have the last few years with this thing we almost always kick it off with that track and then we had uh some jay gals band in there with fright night of course from the fright night movie and we had uh some Susie in there we had some mrs blankenship telling us about the history of halloween now we got the ramones speaking of pet cemetery um a little story about that i actually had that book stolen from me by a teacher in the fifth grade fifth grade sixth grade i think it was so yeah i had two books stolen that year from a teacher who thought it was inappropriate to read uh in class it was a uh, pet cemetery by stephen king and a book called Lust for Blood by Olga Voigt was the name of the uh, the author. 
which was a nonfiction book about the history of vampires. I guess uh, she thought that it had some very adult themes in it and didn't think it was appropriate to read in class. So I never got those books back. I've still actually never, even though only every single book Stephen King has written, with the exception of Pet Cemetery, somehow I still have never bought that book back. And I still got to get another copy of it somehow. That's like the one hole in my Stephen King collection. It's weird. I just never got around to buying it back. I did eventually get Lust for Blood, though. I got it online, and it's actually sat on my bookshelf right now. So I'm going to read that again. Take that, Mrs. Pace in the fifth grade. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio. We are doing the 2023 Retro Halloween special, spending a day in Halloween as we uh, get up and we cram basically an entire day's worth of Halloween in 1980-something into a two-hour period with uh, TV specials and commercials and spooky tunes and uh, all sorts of surprises as the night comes on. So uh, let's not waste any more time. And uh, as the day is kind of progressing now, we've gotten up. It's midday now. We're getting into the uh, the midday talk show period part of the day, possibly kind of getting out of the morning and kind of getting into the midday part. We're going to get later in the day as the show goes on. So we're going to hear some TV coverage here and uh, some more TV spots about uh, what's going on at Halloween in 1980-something. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we just actually were flipping channels, and we just happened to catch... It's Halloween. Hit it! We flipped over, and all of a sudden, Tim Curry's on TV. I wouldn't change places with anyone tonight. We're not flipping it back. We're going to let this play. Dark Interest Goth Radio is on your radio. Here we go. We'll carve pumpkin faces and watch the witches' flight. Every human heart will shudder. Every soul will shake with fear Tonight The creepiest Tonight The scariest Tonight The most wonderful Scary, creepy, 
originated 16 years ago here. Now they're back. The zombies, that is, those horrid creatures that came to life in Night of the Living Dead. George Romero's newest movie, Day of the Dead, premiered downtown tonight. And our Nightbeat reporter, Cynthia Fodor, was there. The zombies came to take over the Fiesta Theater tonight, just as they took over the world in George Romero's newest film. Day of the Dead comes 16 years after the classic Night of the Living Dead. Both were made in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburghers starred in both. In this one, Lori Cardill follows in her father's footsteps. In the first film, Bill Cardill played himself. Another Pittsburgher, Joe Pilato, plays the villain. If you have a weak stomach, you'll close your eyes a lot. Um, and it's also scary, I think, just in terms of some kind of implications about what human beings can do to each other. Bloomfield native Tom Savini produced the horrifying special effects. Well, it, it's imagination, and uh, it has to satisfy me. It has to look absolutely real to me, you know, and uh, I'm pretty strict about it. Romero's movies now have a cult following. Hordes of young people dress up like zombies to watch the living dead search for human flesh. They have a lot of talent in them, like, not just directing where a lot of movies are like that, but they also have the special effects and makeup. Things like that. We drove up here from Dayton, Ohio. A friend of mine called me and told me about this, and we figured that this would be the ultimate premiere of Day of the Dead to see. This is a scary movie, even scarier than the others, and if that doesn't bother you, you can see it starting Friday in a number of theaters in the area. Cynthia Fodor, Channel 11 News, Night Beat. If you haven't thought about it before, now you know where Michael Jackson got his idea for his music video thriller. Yeah. Those characters certainly work looking like those characters. Sure work. We might as well add a one more crime in the interest of justice. We're going to need this, too. Why? In case we run into some more of those werewolves. Right. And I got just the thing in my dad's office to stop them. What? Silver for silver bullets. It's dead song to get down with. About six feet under. Get dead. Ooh, I love this song.
Gary Coleman and Steve Allen host a Halloween classic, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Has anyone in here actually ever seen a ghost? The local school teacher doesn't believe in ghosts until... It was a headless horseman. Did you see him? A world premiere Halloween, Friday on NBC. What's cool this year in Halloween costumes? Madonna. Chuck Norris. Minnie Mouse. As you can see, everyone has their own opinion, but it seems that cartoon characters, superheroes, and rock stars are the most popular costumes for today's trick-or-treaters. Kids seem to have different uh, standards of heroes now. It's just on TV, whoever the hero is at the time is who they idolize, I guess, and want to be at the time they can be it once a year. You know? When we were smaller, I would say, you know, maybe a clown or something like that would satisfy us. But now they're wanting more into the wigs and the makeup and, the, you know, new clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. What happened to the days of witches and vampires? Well, they've been replaced by modern-day characters like Rambo and He-Man. But one kind of Halloween costume will never go out of style. The gross monster. <laughs> yeah. Why are monsters cool? They got blood running down their face and everything. That's right, creepy crawly faces that make you jump out of your skin are still in style. And this is sure to stay in fashion a lot longer than this will. Cater Lee, News Center 12.
telephone call. Good morning, you're on the air. This is Richard. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm a, a freak for horror movies, but I saw a movie one time. It was done in like the late 70s, and it was called The Fun House. And the scenes were so real, it looked like people were actually being killed. And then I heard a lot of stories about films being done in Brazil where pe people were actually being killed. And I wanted to know if this was, you know, one of the films. Right. That, I don't believe that was one of the films. I'll let our experts answer that. But there are, were some, a phenomenon called snuff films, actually, mm -hmm. weren't they? And there was one that played, uh, actually, in general release in New York, I think, that where the film right. was confiscated. There, there was a rumor going around in the industry at the time uh, that there were films made somewhere in Brazil or Argentina where they had actually tortured and killed an actress and filmed it. And supposedly only if you were very wealthy uh, could you obtain one of these rare films. Uh, it's, never, it's never been proven that these films were actually made. It's my guess that it was purely uh, a publicity gimmick. And then some enterprising producer went and made a film about that very thing and called it Snuff, hoping to make a million dollars, which, thank heavens, he did not. Who will dare to face the challenge of the monster? Who is mad enough to enter that world of darkness? Something is alive in the funhouse. Something not alive like its father. Something better dead. Something that has the form of a human, but not the face. This better be good. It's gonna be great. Something that feeds off the flesh and blood of young innocents. Something that tonight will turn the funhouse into a carnival of terror. Pictures. The Fun House. It's a carnival of terror from Toby Hooper, the director who terrified you with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
dark with the mask. Ah, uh, perfect thing to uh, finish up that set there on the uh, retro 2023 retro Dark Entries Goth Radio All Hallows Eve special. And uh, we uh, kicked the set off there with some stuff from uh, Tim Curry, yeah, from uh, yeah, from anything can happen on Halloween, which is true, uh, as we've proven tonight. Uh, and then we had some stuff from uh, Typo Negative in there with potentially my favorite Typo Negative track of all time, All Hallows Eve. Uh, and then we had. Uh, Ministry in there, of course, required with Every Day is Halloween. The Dark in there with the mask. And uh, a, a guy I apologize to a caller just called me just now. He was talking about the Funhouse, and I had to kind of hang up with him because I had to hop on the mic. So apologies for that. But he was talking about how um, how creepy uh, Funhouse is. I actually have, now that I think about it, I don't know that I've seen it. I think I, I, I caught about half of it on TV when I was a kid. And uh, I don't know that I've actually sat down and given it a proper watch. So... That's something I gotta knock out before the uh, before the season's over. That and a lot of things. There's <laughs> a lot of. I still have a lot of Halloween catching up to do, uh, movie wise. And speaking of which, I saw what I see last night. I saw um, saw the new Exorcist last night. Yeah, I've got. I guess we'll get into that talk real quick before we take a break here. Um, so, yeah, this ties into Halloween because it's David Gordon Green. So here's my thoughts on that. David Gordon Green has the potential to be a really solid, great director if he had an editor. And when I say an editor, I don't mean just somebody who, you know, chops up the movie. I mean, what he needs is somebody sat next to him, hitting him over the head with a newspaper, saying, no, just, no, no you were on track, just no. No, don't, no, David. No, don't, don't do that. No, Corey from Halloween's in. No, no, that's a bad idea. Okay, yeah, you can give him a part, put a movie for five minutes. No, this, this, don't do the Corey thing. That's, no, you were, no, you were doing so well. Not Corey. And that's what he needed with The Exorcist. <laughs> Like, the parts of the extras that were good, I thought were really good. This is just my own personal opinion. I thought the makeup was fantastic. I thought the uh, the performances of both the little girls were really great. I thought they, they showed up and they understood the assignment, and they did their, they did their part. Uh, they were they were great performances inside of a somewhat mediocre movie. I thought when it hit, it really hit. I actually really enjoyed the first half, which is ironic because the thing you're, you're there to show up for is the hits, like the stuff you know, right? So you want to see Chris McNeil. You want to see Regan if she ever shows up. You want to see... Uh, you know, the fact that, she, that Chris is going to be back in it, you know, that Ellen Bernstein is going to be back in it. And, you know, she doesn't show up until about halfway in. And and ironically, it's when that happens is when it starts to go downhill. That's when the bad decisions start getting made. Uh, I love the buildup. I love the whole premise of it. I like the, I mean, the earthquake scene in the beginning is pretty intense. The whole, you know, missing girls angle and everything. And it's 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 in the second half that it kind of starts to fall apart and gets a little little cheesy, some bad decisions are made, and Ellen Bernstein is just horribly underused. Her part should have been way bigger. Other parts should have been bigger. That's about all I can say without getting into spoiler territory, but there are other things, other things that should have happened. Dave, if you had that phone number and you could make that call, you should have utilized that phone call better. Read up on it. I don't know if this is meant to be the first of a trilogy also, as uh, like you did with Halloween. Because for me, this is, I guess I'll transition to Halloween talk. For me, Halloween 2018 was great. I loved it. I loved every single thing about it. I loved... You know, it was it was complete just for the fans, winking to the fans, you know, fan service kind of thing, and I just ate it up. And I thought it was the perfect end to that story. You know, I loved it ended with somewhat open-ended. They got away, she defeated him, but maybe not. You don't know if he got out of the house or not, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, it's always open, and, and that's 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 the perfect Halloween end. You know, she fought the boogeyman, and she she had her day. And, you know, you had all the, uh, the sort of callbacks and things like that, and you had... You know, PJ Souls coming back and doing the cameo in the in the classroom and all that kind of thing. That was it. It was perfect. We didn't need any more after that. We 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 really didn't. You know, Halloween Kills was somewhat hit and miss, and then Halloween Ends was that was also a movie that was made. That's the nicest thing I can say about that movie. <laughs> it was indeed a film that they produced and put out 
in front of eyeballs for some reason. So I hope that this doesn't go that route. I hope that, you know, we're just kind of done now with Exorcist. I don't know that we need another one of these, especially if he's going to take it down the same route that he did with the Halloween movies, but uh, we'll see. So that's that about that. How, uh, Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your, uh, on your radio, and it is the 2023 uh, retro Halloween special as we spend Halloween uh, day in 1980-something. And we're going to continue the show. We've got about uh, another hour of the show left. And more spooky tunes as we uh, continue to lift the veil between this world and the next. And uh, next up, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll come back with our words of wisdom from a good old Uncle Charlie. He's going to give us a few words and more show after that. Dark Country's Goth Radio is on your radio, 90.5 WSC-FM Columbia. We'll be right back after this. On the road again. Nearly 700,000 Americans were arrested on marijuana charges last year. That's an enormous waste of law enforcement resources and terribly unfair to those arrested and their families. It's time we stopped arresting adults who smoke marijuana responsibly. For more information, visit Normal's website at www.normal.org or call toll-free 888-67-NORMAL and tell them Willie sent you. Attention all spooky spirits. Are you new to the wide world of the strange and the unusual? Well, I have some tips and tricks for you guys to have a successful first haunting. Much of this can be found in your handbook for the recently deceased, which you should have already received upon your departure from this world. The first step is to find a location to haunt. This could be a building, land, or gravesite. Pretty much anything if it's old, abandoned, and creepy. After finding your location, the next step is to make a routine for your haunting. Many ghosts choose to include wall-to-wall creeps with hot and cold running chills. But the most important is to have fun. Team up with some of your fellow grim grinning ghosts to come out and socialize. In any case of emergency during your haunting, contact us by drawing a door and knocking three times. Now, go out there and have yourselves a swinging wake. Do you get tired of styling your hair every day? And do you want a good hairstyle every day? Hi, I'm Sarah Schuster. I went on a website called inventnow.org, and after that, I decided to invent something too. Something called the InstaDo. Just imagine, you just put it over your head like a helmet does, and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side, and you can have instant hairstyle in seconds. People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's this helmet thing, and it fits over your head, and it's great. Thank you, Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. If you choose to fight... And remember, these are the places to hit. Eyes, knees, groin, throat. Eyes, knees, groin, throat. Eyes, knees, groin, throat. Eyes, knees, groin, throat. Eyes are easily poked. Ow! 
Self-defense is anything we do to make our lives safer on a daily basis. Self-defense is fighting with our fists, yelling, telling him to stop looking at us, running away, listening to our gut instinct, getting support, knowing that we are worth defending, talking about what happened. Playing rock! <laughs> and playing rock. The goal of self-defense is to provide all women, children, queers, people of color, and targeted communities with options and skills that are effective and practical no matter what our experience, age, level of fitness, or shape of body may be. I did not break the law. Jesus Christ told you that 2,000 years ago. You don't understand me. That's your trouble. Not my fault because you don't understand me. I don't understand you either. But I don't spend my whole life trying to put the blame over on you because my cigarette didn't light or because something didn't work right. What do you want to call me a murderer for? I've never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I think it. I have it here. I don't need to live in this physical realm. I walk around in the physical realm and I put on the faces and I talk and I play and hang yeah, It's this big act, man. In the spiritual world is where I live. I exist in places you never even dreamed of. You talk about, you know, in this little physical realm you live in, guilty and is in sin. How's your courts guilty? How many people do you think you've hung on the ventilators and the nut boards and forced medication on them? You see what I'm saying? You don't have any idea what the hell's going on. If you knew what the hell was going on in your own system, then you'd say, I, now I see what's creating this. Society's creating it. Society's saying, we want these Rambos. We want these killers. Oh, wow, man. Look at that dude there. And you got little kids looking in, in the book. And what well, they selling in the, in the, oh, yeah, Sears and Roebuck. Rambo from 12 to 15. Uh, Kai Karate from age 5 to 17. And you got all your kids out here doing these crazy things. Now you want to come and say, Charlie Manson's the father of our country. We're convicting you for being Jesus Christ. We're convicting you for being the devil. We're convicting you for being responsible for our actions. I'm not responsible for anyone's actions, but my own actions. In my whole life, I verbalized a grocery store, sold some nickels and dimes, busted open a stamp machine, stole a few automobiles, and cashed a couple checks. I'm a petty car I've uh, been with prostitutes and bums and winos and all my life. Uh, this street is my world. I don't, uh, I don't pretend to go uptown and be anything fancy. I can but I find more real in the world that I'm in than I do the tinsel. And the real world is the one I have to deal with every day. You know? uh, believe me, if I started murdering people, there'd be none of you left.
Our little SSQ from the uh, Return of Living Dead soundtrack. What tonight we'll make love till we die. One of the best soundtracks, horror soundtracks ever, is uh, Return of the Living Dead. Might have some more stuff from that one uh, coming up later in the show. It's the 2023 Dark Entries Goth Radio Retro Halloween Show, uh, being invested in uh, 1980-something Halloween stuff uh, as we spend a day in 1980-something on Halloween night. And um, hope you guys have enjoyed it so far. Uh, it's nice to see uh, all the uh, interaction I've gotten on um, on the socials. Uh, so big shout out to everybody on Facebook right now, especially who's uh, keeping me company over there. It's nice to see some old old familiar names popping up over there. So you can check out the Facebook um, post for the show, and then you can drop me a comment there and join in on the discussion that's going on over there. I'm also on the Instagram and uh, and uh, Twitter at Dark Entries DJD if you want to you know chime in there. And why am I mentioning all this? Because if you follow me on the socials already, you already know this. Finally, I broke down. After years of saying I wasn't ever, ever going to do it in the week. Yes, it's true. DJD has a TikTok. <laughs> it's officially a thing. Uh, you can find me on TikTok, TikTok at also at Dark Entries DJD. Uh, spaces in between all those things, I think. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Dark Entries DJD over in TikTok. Only TikTok. Two TikToks so far. Two. One has my cat in it. Um, shockingly, and the other is a little thing I put up about the, the show tonight, actually, so follow me over on there. Uh, I have all of six followers now, so I'm taking TikTok by storm. It's going down a storm right now. Uh, if you want to make that 13, lucky 13, or 666 uh, before the night's over, that'd be great. Uh, give me a follow. And who knows? I might even follow you back. Uh, but what even is a TikTok? That's not even a real thing. What's a TikTok? It's 1980-something. What are you talking about? Facebook. I got books at home. I got creepy, creepy horror books at home. I don't have... Oh, oh, let me tell you this. This, this fits in with the theme, right? Okay, now that's 1980-something, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. So, I haven't talked about this to many people because it's been a private little holy grail. It's a little mission I've had for myself for the last, like, 30 years. But I guess if there's ever a night that we're going to talk about such things, it's tonight. So, uh, back in 1980-something, I uh, I used to rent, I mean, I'm sorry, I used to borrow a book from the library. And I remember the cover of it, and it was, it was, a, it was a collection of horror stories for kids. And it was genuinely creepy, and it had like the, an, an intro, like a, uh, a preface that was uh, very adult-oriented. And even though it was supposed to be meant for kids, it was like very adultly written. And so I remember the cover of it, but I couldn't remember the name or the title or the author or anything. And so I decided about 10, 15 years ago I was going to try to track it down and find it again. Because I used to get it all from the library all the time, and I loved it, but I never actually owned it. But I couldn't remember anything. So I've been spending the last 10 or 15 years on the Internet trying to track this thing down. I've, I've Googled it. I've gone into web chats. I've gone into forums. I've, I've, I've scoured things. I went back to my childhood library and went to the kids' section and walked up and down the aisles and actually looked at every single book and, and every single little collection and you know of the short stories I could find to see if they still had it. And so this went on for 30 years, <laughs> for a good 25, 30 years, somewhere around there, trying to find this book until very recently I joined a... Uh, a a private Facebook group on Facebook. It's just a club. Just on a lark. I hopped in there. I said, look, I know this is going to get me nowhere, but I remember what the cover of this thing looks like. I can't remember anything else about it other than what one or two of the stories was about. Uh, I described the cover, and it took all of 15 minutes, and somebody came back and said, I think it's this. And then he posted the picture, and kids, it was the book. It was the book. And I, uh, that right then and there, I did some Googling, I did some shopping. The book is now in my possession. It's actually out in my car right now. I own it. I finally got it in the mail. And uh, I started reading it the other day. And so it's, 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 it's so great because it's done. 
it's a 30-year mission that's finally been accomplished, and I don't know what else I'm going to do with my life now because uh, I have no other goals. That's it. Dark Adventures of Goth Radio is on your radio, and uh, we are going to continue the show here as we spend our night in uh, 1980-something on Halloween night as it's getting dark now. It's uh, We've gotten up. We've... You know, we had the day off from school, right? We uh, turned on some morning shows. Uh, we flipped around. We watched some commercials. Uh, we saw the afternoon talk shows, and now the sun's starting to go down. So now we've we're we're getting we're getting jazzed. Uh, we're starting to like get our costumes together. It's just about time to go out and trick or treat. Uh, but we're still flipping channels. We haven't gone out yet. So uh, let's turn on one of the creepiest things I've ever seen on television, and uh, we'll start with that, and then we'll just flip around and see what happens before it's time to go out into the night and. Um, and get down with some ghouls and goblins. Tomorrow brings a one night each year which seems to bring out the wide-eyed child in all of us. Halloween. As darkness falls, our imaginations take flight. Houses begin to whisper and creak. Shadows come to life. The sky fills with ghosts and goblins. But in Cimarron, New Mexico, Halloween is an everyday occurrence at the old St. James Hotel, which some say is haunted by the spirits of the Wild West. Other creatures of the night are crowding on the 6th Street in downtown Austin tonight. Reporter Gary Gabrielle is standing by live on 6th Street with more. Gary? Brian, we are standing on the roof of the Arena Dance Club tonight, just a few feet above the maddening crowd. And as you can see, it's quite an impressive sight. Authorities say that because Halloween is falling on a Monday this year, and because the weather tonight is somewhat frightful, the crowd is expected to be smaller than it was last year. But you might find that hard to believe, judging from this slow-moving herd of costumed loonies. Authorities tonight are expecting to make dozens of arrests for public intoxication. More than 200 Austin police officers are on hand, 
keeping the crowd in line, literally forcing the crowd to walk in a counterclockwise direction between Brazos and Red River Streets. Now, if you come down here tonight, keep in mind that police are very seriously enforcing the crowd's movements here and are threatening to arrest anyone who walks in the opposite direction. Also, if anyone tries to cross 6th Street, they will be stopped, except at the west and eastern boundaries. Despite these restrictions, though, the crowd here is boisterous and in some cases out of control. Earlier, we spoke with some of the above. Larry, how much did you spend on this outlandish costume of yours? Um, I guess from top to bottom, about 100 bucks. Something 100 like bucks? Something like that. Just for one night? Just for one night. Is it worth it? Sure, of course. <laughs> it's Halloween. Oh, we're having a good time down here. We always do every year. You know, I'm working the door over here, and uh, I get to see everybody go by, and it's a lot of fun. You are a bouncer. Yes, I am. I haven't bounced anybody yet. But I have a feeling before it's all over, we will. It's fantastic to see a city that you can walk and drink and enjoy yourself all night. I'm from Houston, you know. I mean, I'm enjoying Austin. But where's your uh, costume? I left it at the house. <laughs> have you guys rehearsed any kind of musical act or anything like that? You want to sing him a song? Sing him a song. <laughs> Are you lonesome tonight? Oh, do you miss me tonight? Oh, that's it, baby. We're doing a concert later on. Pay the, pay the fee and we'll, we'll sing it. Adios. That was Elvis and Elvira. Now, if the size of this crowd doesn't scare you away and you're still planning to drive down here tonight, authorities recommend that you park near the state capitol in one of the state parking lots or at the city coliseum. From either of those locations, you can take a capitol metro shuttle to 6th Street for only 25 cents. Those shuttles will be running every 15 minutes or so. Also, police are emphasizing that while drinking is allowed on the streets, they will allow no glass containers and no bottles or other glass containers can be taken out of any of the bars here. And, of course, tomorrow we're going to have a full report on what happens here on 6th Street tonight, and we hope to come back to you at the end of the newscast with a ghoulish update. Reporting from above 6th Street, I'm Gary Gabriel. Brian, back to you. Better be above 6th Street, I think.
It was late one night in the castle of the Chicken McNuggets. What are you making? Sauce. We're using my mummy's recipe. Mummy? Uh-uh. This better be good. It'll be great. Hmm, does your daddy have a recipe? <laughs> McBoo, McCoblin, McPumpkin, they're at McDonald's now. Each comes with Happy Meal inside to make your Halloween a wow. They're perfect for taking to Halloween places so you can surprise folks with Halloween faces. Pumpkin Happy Meal, only at McDonald's.
Pagans with uh, Halloween on Dark Entries Goth Radio. Start this over there with the Misfits. Uh, also with a track called Halloween. And we had some Fast Way in there with Trick or Treat. And some other uh, retro uh, nighttime specials and commercials and things. As we do the 2023 uh, Dark Entries Goth Radio Retro Halloween show. Spending a night in uh, Halloween night in 1980-something. And now we're uh, getting into the close to the end of the night here as we're about to reach out into the night and uh, and do some trick-or-treating and run out and see what kind of dark, arcane trouble we can get into. But before we do that uh, and kick the night off proper, uh, I'm going to take a short break here to read off some shows that are happening in the southeast here. Uh, next Saturday night especially is going to be crazy. I guess I'll take this time now to let you know there won't be a show, there won't be a Dark Entries next uh, Saturday night, because I'll actually be at a, an event. But uh, I will uh, give you a quick rundown of all the stuff happening uh, in the next week or so. On the 25th, October 25th, is Dead Cool, Fall Shack, uh, Mordaga, Col- and Cold Choir. That is a hell of a lineup in Fleetwoods in Asheville. And uh, I'm going to see what I can do to try to make the scene there. Dead Cool is kind of on tour right, to- right now, so if you can go to a Dead Cool show in the southeast, then definitely go to that if you can. Uh, but you're probably going to see me up at that Asheville show. Uh, October 27th, uh, Goth Prom and Arcana at, uh, in Durham, North Carolina, featuring uh, 20th Century Boy. October 26th is a Shipped Rock Halloween Party. Uh, that's Famous Monsters at Snug Harbor. That's in Charlotte, I believe. Uh, also on the 27th is a Shadow Play with Craftword and DJ Christian Hoffel, and also DJ Chris Bradley. Uh, that's at Crown Station in Charlotte. Uh, October 27th, again, is also part one of the annual Halloween uh, Fiasco Friday and that's happening at the Milestone in Charlotte. Uh, the very next night on the 20th is part two of that same event. Uh, both those uh, nights are going to feature a, f- uh, a slew of bands. I would check. I would suggest you check out the Facebook event for that to get a rundown of all the bands. Uh, come up also on the 28th, which is next Saturday, is Twin Tribes at the 40 Watt Club in Athens, Georgia. Uh, also that same night, Goth Prom Halloween Party, the Cellar at Stardust, Cellar featuring DJ Casanova. Uh, also that night, Dead Cool, Fall Shock, Tender- and Tenderlash, and DJ Dead Boy, at the Opera Room in Wilmington, North Carolina. Also on the 28th, it's all happening on the 28th, kids, is uh, Monster Mash at Shuggie's Bar in Charleston. Uh, on the 28th and the 29th, that's Saturday and Sunday, uh, is going to be Punk Flea Market in Atlanta. On uh, about the 29th is Twin Tribes at uh, Gray Eagle in Asheville. On the 30th is Twin Tribes and Boot Blacks at Snug Harbor in Charlotte. Uh, on the 31st, on Halloween night itself, is Rad My Halloween, uh, featuring Awake But Still in Bed, Like Roses, Peach Rings, and uh, Sayer Blairs at Milestone in Charlotte. And on November 22nd is Wednesday 13, Gemini Syndrome, Infected Rain, and Black Satellite at Ground Zero. And there is one other event I wanted to mention because it's tomorrow, and it features yours truly. Actually, give me just one second here. Uh, it's the Hatter's Unbirthday Tea Party Fundraiser. I mentioned this last week, and I think the week before. It's going to be here in Columbia. It's at uh, 5220 Cl- uh, Clemson Avenue here in Columbia, uh, South Carolina. And I'll just give you a quick little quick burbs about what it is. Uh, join us for a whimsical Hatter's Unbirthday Tea Party where we'll sip tea, indulge in scrumptious treats, and raise funds for our programs. Uh, by attending this tea party, you will not only have a marvelous time, but also support a great cause. All proceeds from the fundraiser will go toward You Belong Community Services, Inc., charitable uh, er- efforts to serve the LGBTQIA communities, clinical and community outreach needs in the Midlands area of South Carolina. So you get to do all that and uh, have a great feel because you're supporting that. And you also get to hear tunes by yours truly because I will be out there making the scene, providing the music as we sip tea and eat treats and do all kinds of cool activities. And uh, with it being a uh, Mad Hatter, Alice in Wonderland theme type show, you know I'm going to slip some spooky stuff in there because it's me. It's me, kids. It's me. So 
is Alice by Sisters of Mercy going to make the scene? Probably, yeah. And we'll see what else I can kind of slip in there. I've been putting the playlist together, so I've been having some fun with it. So that's tomorrow. Uh, it starts at 12. It goes from 12 to 3 tomorrow afternoon here in Columbia. So uh, see if you can make the scene if you can. You'll see me out there doing my thing. And uh, and then, so and then like I said, we won't have a show next weekend because I'll be in an event. And then we'll be back the weekend after that, uh, which I believe is the 4th, November 4th. And between somewhere in there is uh, you boys having a birthday. My birthday's on November 2nd, so... Uh, I'll be even uh, one year closer to sweet relief of death. But uh, let's continue with show, kids, because it's 1980-something, and I'm not quite there yet, so I'm still a kid at this point. So it's time to run out into the night and finally finish off Halloween night proper. We've got about 20 minutes left in the show, which means we've got about uh, just enough time to do another set and run out into the night and do our trick-or-treats. This is what we've all built up to, kids. So uh, that's it. It's Halloween night Time to go out and do her thing. Uh, but first, uh, a little bit of the news. The ghouls, the goblins, and anything else the imagination could muster were on display. Kids moving through virtually every neighborhood like hordes of locusts, searching for the annual Halloween treats. Fortunately, no reports from police of any doctored goodies or injuries to trick-or-treaters. The haunted house at the Museum of Man was a big favorite again, several thousand taking the frightening tour through this mansion of horrors. This, I'm told, is where they retire reporters who have previously covered Halloween. I preferred the London Opera House, one of a number of eating establishments where the employees played the zanies, while Zorro mixed the drinks, Scheherazade served them, and Darth Vader made sure you drank them. An ideal place to go on your birthday. For the morning, the dream for the show. We really got a birthday, come on, let's go. Happy birthday, wop, shoebop, shoebop. Happy birthday, wop, shoebop, shoebop. Happy birthday, wop, shoebop, shoebop. Happy birthday to you. This gentleman didn't seem overly enthused, but then he's been through this before. This is the 90th Halloween he's seen. Dave Cohen, News 8. This is Elvira with a warning. Watch Eyewitness News this Halloween or else. Well, you know, bad stuff will happen. At four, see some of the scariest makeup. And no, I'm not talking about mine. At five, visit haunted Hollywood and beyond, as if the town isn't scary enough. Then at six, meet a character who has some of the weirdest sci-fi stuff you'll ever see. At 11, want money, love? Hey, get in line. Then see how to cast your own magic spells. It's an ABC7 Halloween, Thursday, only on Eyewitnesses. Everybody clap. Wolfman howling at the moon. Harry got. 
fixed his hair with Vidal Sassoon. What? You mean that's a weed? Can't see the invisible man. Can't see his invisible tan. Can't see his invisible hand. Ow! Who goosed me? Monster rap. Everybody snap. Everybody groove. Everybody clap. Monster rap. Everybody snap. Everybody move.
As the bewitching hours approach us, many of us are approaching costume shops in search of the perfect thing we'd like to be. A couple of shops in the Claremont Square shopping center were very busy as prospective things rummaged through costumes, masks, and accessories. I'm your friendly neighborhood belly dancer. Yeah. Uh -huh. What size are you? Oh, baby. This cash checker charge. Some people searching found costumes they didn't feel were really necessary. Melissa Lewis is obviously already an angel. And Marilyn Shore was enthusiastic about an outfit she spotted. I don't need it. I really don't. My kids have put me there a long time ago. <laughs> the dictionary definition of masking talks about concealing true identities. But some speculate we use masks and costumes to show who or what we'd like to be or to make political statements. Some favorites this year? Medflies are big. The big B is big. The medflies are big. Um, Peter Pan and Tinkerbell are big this year. Wings. We've just sold out of wings and reordered and sold out again. Is that a cheap way to go or what? Uh, I mean, there isn't a cheap way to go. With the right clothing, makeup, you can look like almost anything, and no one can tell the difference. That is, except for the voice. This Halloween promises to be very profitable with merchants reporting brisk sales. I.J. Hudson, News 8, Claremont. He could have seen us through this window. Standing on the lawn, he could have seen us. Seems to me you're just plain scared. Yes, yeah, I, I am. Uh, I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left, no reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face, and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. What do we do? He's been here once tonight. I think he'll come back. I'm gonna wait for him. I still think I should notify the radio and television. No. If you do that, they'll see him on every street corner. They'll look for him in every house. Just tell your men to keep their mouths shut and their eyes open. I'll check back in an hour. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to end uh, in the official uh, Dark Entries Goth Radio 2023 Halloween special. I hope you guys uh, have enjoyed uh, what you've heard. I hope you're all ready now. I hope, uh, you know, you get yourself all geared up and in the mood to go out and lift the veil between this world and the next and uh, put on your costumes and go do some trick-or-treating, knock on some doors, grip some candy, possibly get some razor blades if you're lucky. And, yeah, just have a good, safe time and all that. And we will be back in two weeks. Uh, for Dark Entries Goth Radio, like I said, we won't be on next weekend, but uh, we'll be back with Tales to Tell. I'm going to be out into the night doing some spooky things uh, between now and then, so I'll come back with plenty well, plenty to talk about, I'm sure. I wanted to tell you real quick about uh, something that's going on next week, though. Unfortunately, we're going to miss out on it because we're not doing a show, but next week is the uh, 
our fundraiser week, which means that we lift our uh, top uh, 40 music policy and our DJs are able to uh, to play things that are top 40 and mainstream. So uh, we are going with a, a space theme this year. So you're going to hear a lot of space theme type stuff here in the station. But we have a lot of events going on I want to talk to you about. Uh, Tuesday 24th is uh, Cool Beans Percent Day. Uh, starts at 10 a.m. And uh, you have to mention WSC if you go in there. So just go in there and drop our name. Wednesday 10:20 on the uh, 25th is uh, Thrift Fair on Green Street. Starts at 10 o'clock. And uh, we have a uh, WUSC Deep Cuts uh, listening event at FemX at 5.30 that night. Goes from 5.30 to 8. Thursday on the uh, 26th is Tips Percent Night uh, from 5 to 9. Uh, you got to mention WSC when you go in there. Friday is our Radiothon. It's our awesome uh, yearly Radiothon uh, with a space race uh, theme. Space race against Clemson's uh, WSBFM. Uh, oh, where? So we're in competition there with them on Friday. And uh, Saturday the 28th is uh, going to be the Space Rave at New Brooklyn Tavern. If you're here in town, doors uh, open at 6, 6 o'clock. Show starts at 7 o'clock. Go to uh, support whatever you can at New Broken Tavern in general right now before they get moved. Uh, they could use your support for sure uh, before they uh, face all the expenses of moving to their new location in Five Points. It's going to be the end of an era, man. I mean, I've done so many shows at New Brooklyn. and have so many good memories attached to New Brooklyn in the last, like, 20-plus years. Uh, I can't believe that that's not going to be there anymore at that location. It just, just doesn't seem right, but hopefully it's going to be a... Uh, on to some better things uh, once they get moved, which is very soon. So um, get out there while you can. Try to support them while you can. All right, kids, uh, this has been the show. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, you can catch me on all the socials at, at DarkEntriesDJD. That's on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, now TikTok, uh, the brand spanking new TikTok. Give me some follows over there. I could use them. I think I've got all six right now. So, you know, it's I'm taking TikTok by storm. Uh, and uh, on the uh, Facebook uh, page uh, that is only called Dark Entries Goth Radio is the only thing on Facebook called that. And that's that about that. Uh, it's time to rent and around and see the nights and see what I can get up to. Uh, I was hoping to get out of here uh, peacefully, uh, but I got a feeling. Let me just flip the channel because we've been flipping channels all night on television. Let me just see if there's anything else real quick we can catch anything else important before we get out into Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is this it? This mask, this mask feels a little weird. You guys feel that? Like crawling around in this thing. What, what? I'm sure it's fine. It's nothing to worry about. It's fine. It's fine. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. All right, kids. See you in a couple weeks, and always happy Halloween. And keep it spooky.